All right, Isaiah, what's up, buddy? Jane, no, been waiting for a while to get on these podcasts, man. You know, I had to, I had to, you know, run all the way out of people before I got you on. <laughs> no, this is good, man. I like it. It's fun. I like it. I liked yeah. uh, last, uh, what was it, Wednesday? I had my guys on your thing. It, it was really cool, man. Like, I think the kids that were on there enjoyed it, but um, like we were just talking about, I got to make some adaptations for our kids that don't have mats or that complain about concrete. And I was like, just shoot in the damn wood, man. It's going to be two seconds <laughs> on your knee. You'll, you'll be fine. You'll be good to go. Yeah, and I I kind of dropped the ball on that a little bit, like because uh, the, the the guy that helps me, um, Joey Gione, he uh, I was just kind of getting feedback from him, and he was like, yeah, he's like, one thing just to remember is like not all of us have mats or anything at home. He's like, my knees were pretty banged up by the end of it. I was like, oh shit, because in uh, some of the other workouts that I had done, like I did one for this uh, club out in North Dakota, and then I did one for that wrestling lunch break. And I talked about like just hitting jab steps and hitting like penetration steps and like high level singles and stuff. Um, and then this week I, or on Wednesday, I, I didn't talk about that at all. So kind of just adjusting with it and kind of like trying to take the feedback from everybody and, and understand that, you know, this is all super pliable and super, super new. Like, you know, just trying to figure what works for, you know, the majority and, and what can work and, you know, you were saying before we um, were live is just, you know, how much footwork is, is important and you can't really do enough really. So this is a time when, you know, you can really be creative and work on your footwork and work on, you know, just, you know, just stance in motion. Yeah. Yeah. And I was thinking about it the other day um, when you were posting that work, I was watching, I wasn't jumping on cause I don't know if I can run a 40 minute <laughs> stance in motion right now, but uh um, I was thinking about like, you know, when, when we were competing and then I was at home for the summer working out with my dad and Paul Gomez and stuff. And I just remember doing, even not quarantine, just regular practices doing 30 minutes of jump rope footwork and just stand ladder stance in motion before you even hit a shot. So it's like, I mean, even though we're quarantined, you're still going to do the same thing when we're in summer workouts or summer practices, all that stuff like that. We're going to be doing the same exact thing. So it doesn't really matter if you have a mat or not, you move your feet on the concrete and the grass, whatever it is kind of thing. So no, but it's hard though, man. I mean, even like with me with teaching, it's like you got to adapt to so many different things. It's it's, it's crazy. It was a, it's a weird time. And then like our school kind of was, I don't, don't want to say ahead of the curve, but we, we took like two days off and then we did like a full training on like Zoom meeting and stuff like that. So we had some ideas for it, but even with teaching, it's just, it's so hard to like, when you're in class, you can kind of like see kids that, you know, like teach their learning styles, but online they got distractions, even at home too. It's like, I want to do 30 minutes of workout or kind of just go chill and, you know, watch TV or something like that. It's hard to, it's hard to do it when you're not in person. You have that, like, you know, your presence kind of thing, you know? So it's just, it's different, but I think eventually kids will get bored enough and they want to just start working out, but we'll see how it goes. We're going to start our stuff on Monday. Cause I usually give them till, till after Easter break before we get our summer and off season stuff kind of going. But so we'll start on Monday and we'll figure out some game, game planning stuff on how, how we're going to get stuff going. But, it's yeah. A, and so, you know, you, you hit on, so those of you guys that don't, don't know that are watching Isaiah is a uh, head wrestling coach at Palma high school in Salinas, California. And he's also a teacher at uh, Palma. Um, so just, you know, I think it's, you know, a unique time um, to be a teacher and be a coach and, and, you know, the, you know, the thing that I've been saying since the jump of it is the people that adapt and the people that, that make this 
a time where they're still progressing. Yeah, those are the people that are going to come out of all of this, you know, ahead of the curve and, and ahead of the game. And, and, you know, you said like your school is already on top of it. So as a teacher, like what, what, what are you doing to, you know, make sure that kids are still staying engaged and still keeping like the lessons fresh. Cause you know, there's, I, I would imagine there's only so much like zoom teaching that you can do where you're just standing up in front of them and, and telling them to read out of the book or whatever. Oh yeah, I think I think I have it a little bit easier than some you know some people that we might know that are doing younger grade because I have older kids, so there's a little bit more like academic presence in that kind of thing. You know, I, I teach bio and science, so or junior high, seventh eighth grade science. So there's like it, it matters. I mean, it doesn't want to say it matters, but you know, there's a little bit more you can you can assign and teach and talk about than if you're a second or third grade kind of teacher working on you know like colors and writing you know stuff like that. So I get away with it. It's a little bit easier for me because. I, I don't really, I don't think kids like talking for 45, we have our, our uh, sessions. I don't think they like me on there for an hour talking. So we'll hop on for like 10 minutes. We'll talk about what we're going to do that day and answer some questions from like the last assignment or whatever. And then uh, I usually do pre-recorded lectures, 15 minutes, kind of just get them engaged for 15 and then have like an assignment or a research and then like an exit ticket. Um, we did a cool one for seventh grade science. We're doing like healthy my plate guidelines is kind of the lesson we're on. So they did like a, um, an in-home cooking project. It, it was hilarious because some of these kids were like, can I make cereal or can I, can I make bacon and eggs and stuff like that? So it was funny, but it, it, you know, like just finding it's hard. It's hard. It's just, it's like coaching, right? I mean, I like teaching like coaching or like how I, I just view everything like how I was competing, like winners find a way to win, right? You go and you know, you, you find something to get, get the job done. So it's like, if I got to assign a, a thing that like is going to be a home cooking project, like it's going to be an assignment. You're still going to get graded for it, but it's like, uh, just finding, you know, create angles and go and go, go score, just find different ways to do it. But it, it's challenging. I mean, it's not cause like the way it, when everything did, yeah, I didn't really get like, a zoom, like a, or even like online classes for college, right? You need like a lot of training on how to teach that. And we know what, no teachers really got that at all. So it's like kind of on the fly. And I think, you know, wrestling helps a lot with that. Cause it's like, go make, you know, go make an adjustment, find a way to win kind of thing. But you know, it's fun. It's challenging. It's interesting. But I, I kind of, honestly, I, I like it better because there's a mute all button on zoom. So when kids are talking, hitting that mute all button helps a lot. And like, I think for like uh, the more motivated kids, it helps them a lot more. Cause you don't have like a, uh, you know, like, I mean, we were a private school. We were a pretty academic, rigorous school. So not, not all of our kids are bad, but they're 12, 13, 14 years old. They're going to get chatty. They're going to talk in class and stuff, you know. So I think the more motivated kids are, are thriving more because it's like a focused session where it's like no one's interrupting. We're not worried about class management. You're just get in, get out, get the job done, get your content, and then you're good to go. So I, I, I kind of like it a little bit more than in class, honestly, because the management part of it. And like, you know, if, if anyone's teaching, you know how management's like the hardest part about teaching. So um, it kind of eliminates that part. So, and, and for me as a teacher, it allows you to like kind of get more in detail with stuff like, uh, like bio, we're doing like asexual reproduction right now and stuff. So, you know, like kind of being able to talk about small stuff without having to be like, yo, Josh, stop talking, man, like pay attention. Um, it, it, it helps you get to the lesson a lot easier, but it's been fun though. It's been fun. Now it's, trying to adjust to virtual coaching now, but you know, it's, it helps when you got people like you and, you know, like Brahman and those guys that are doing stuff online already that are going to, I can steal and piggyback off and get them going. So we'll see how that goes. Yeah. It's, it's, it's funny. Cause you know, I find myself just really, you know, studying in and watching in on some of these, 
you know, other people that are doing, you know, the exact same stuff that, that I'm trying to do and, and just kind of, you know, picking up what, what I like from theirs. And it's just, you know, it's, it's making, you know, adding little wrinkles to, to my style and adding little wrinkles to the things that I'm able to bring to my athletes and, you know, anybody too. And like, you know, the thing that, that I'm kind of pumped up about is the relationships that, that I'm able to build right now with people that otherwise I probably wouldn't be, especially this time of year when, you know, we're, you know, we're getting ready for, you know, this week I think was, is UWW nationals in Vegas was supposed to be. Yeah. So all these big tournaments that we're, you know, typically getting ready for, they're not happening. And these relationships that I'm creating right now and and getting to, to, um, you know, see are, are a blessing because, you know, down the road, we're going to be able to, you, you know, eventually get together and, and yeah. do camps, do clinics and things. And so for me, just to, to try to pump out as much like free stuff as possible. And, you know, even if, even if it's just, you know, people taking 10 minutes out of it, you know, out of an hour lesson, like that's enough just to, you know, you know, keep the ball rolling. And it's, it's, it's not, it's not that likely that we're all going to make you, you know, huge strides forward right now, but it is, it is definitely possible to, you know, just continue to get better and continue to stay focused. And, 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 you know, the, like I said earlier, the the ones that are, are making it work are going to have, you know, a a leg up when all this is, is done. But no, I I saw that, uh, I saw a meme the other day, is talking about teachers when they get back to in-class teaching and they're gonna, they're not going to have that mute all button. They're not going to know what to do. Yeah, it, it, it's, it's crazy. And, and, and the bad thing with us too is like we're, we're, a, we're a pretty big sports school and we're all boys. So, I mean, you get a bunch of – I mean, if we had – even like us in college, you know, put all of us in the same class and all those kinesiology classes we have, we didn't pay attention as much as we probably could have, you know. So it's like it's an all-boys setting. So it's just, it's just different. But um, no, like even like with our high level, because I was kind of talking about the same thing. Like they're like, oh, I want to go to Reno. Or I want to go. It's like you know what, dude, a Reno medal is not really going to define what you're going to do next year. You know, half percent better every day, percent better every day. Whatever you're doing, get better at footwork. Then make new, you know, adjust your goals. Like you can't win Reno Reno Worlds now. All right, big deal. Get over it. It's not. I mean, it's not going to change. The world's not going to change. You're not going to cater to it because Josh Nolan wants a Reno World. So, so go find a way to get better. Then go get better at footwork. You got week one of, or when we start next week it's going to be like you know week one is you go find something on your feet that you're not good at you know get get lighter on your front foot we get better at you know switching the stagger get better at level changing you know whatever it is like get better at moving out of your level change whatever it is just find weekly daily goals that we're going to make ourselves get ready to go because you know it's, it's a process not just little, little tiny things and i get you know competing at those tournaments you can't get hands on a body but I don't know. It's just you got to find a way to get better. Winners are going to win and losers are going to find ways and excuses and not don't want to get better, you know? So it's, it's, it's an interesting time. I mean, I, I even like think it's like, if I, it, it's kind of weird, if, you know, if it was happening with me, cause it, it really wouldn't affect my training in high school because you know, we have our room at my dad's house and I have Zach. So it actually would have been probably worse for us in coursing <laughs> with my dad and Chular. Cause it'd be like, you have nothing to do. Get your ass out there in the wrestling room and go start doing stuff. And that, the wrestling room you've been in there it gets brutal in there with simon and yelling and all that stuff like that so yeah, <laughs> I, I, i'm glad we didn't get quarantined when we were in high school because that yeah, would have been you, miserable you would have been doing triples for sure <laughs> no about it. triples i'd have been at 157s all four years of <laughs> quarantine so but, uh, what with like just kind of thinking about that though and and you know your your brother wrestled at palm your brother wrestled at ss state too and uh 
your dad was the the former high school coach at Palma and you know just the the you know the long tenure that your guys' family has had you know with that program and and you taking over it like this was your first year as the head coach right yeah yeah first official year as the head coach like so talk a little bit about like just kind of what that that means to you and like what your your vision i guess is to you know improve i know your dad's had you know some great teams some great individuals and you know um so what 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 do you do taking over i guess I think, I think it's like, uh, with my dad, I think the big thing that like kind of made us successful in college, you know, placing NCAA and stuff like that, it's, it's just like the foundation, right? Like we never, I, I just feel like some kids like try to peak in high school. You get what I'm saying? Like, you know, you see so much burnout kids are like, that dude was a four time placer. And then he gets smacked up at the, Cal- and we've seen it at Cal Collegiate. you know, it's like, well, I'm pretty sure we even talked about it. like, dude, that guy's a four time placer and you just beat him 14 to two and you didn't place, you know, it's, it's weird. Right. So it's like, I think the continuing that kind of tradition that my dad kind of put in us and, you know, like my, my Paul's a big part of it too. Um, it's just like distressing the little things that are going to make successful like when you get to college or when like, you know, when you get outside of high school, like I don't care if you get four medals because you can get four plaques later if you have the right foundation, right? You see it all the time. You got kids that are so successful in high school, they get into a college room, not used to getting beat up, not used to banging. They're not used to, you know, scoring hard positions. So it's like you start a little bit, you back off of it, you back off of it. Then it's like, then you get stagnant. And then it's like, you know what? You're not even a placer, you know, NAIA, D2, D3, D1. You're not even going there when you're a four-time third place in California state meet. You know what I'm saying? So I think, a lot of our kids might not, you know, get four, three state medals, but they're on, they're going to, if they go wrestle in college, might have to walk on, you know, earn a spot, but it's like, you're going to have the right footwork. You're going to have the right mentality. You're going to have, you know, understanding how hand fighting and getting the hell off bottom works when you get to that college level, you know? So I think my goal for me is just, or for our team, you know, like kind of my dad's still in there. Zach's still in there. Everyone comes in, you know, does the same thing, but I think it's just, you know, preparing kids to get to that next level, whether it's, you know, your footwork is damn good. You can go and adjust. You can, you, it's not so much like you, we, we, you know, it's a style. Like you're going to wrestle like the way Isaiah wants you to wrestle. And that's what it's like. No, your, your feet are going to be good enough to where it's like, you can go and work with Nolan and he's going to teach you one thing and like your feet work, or your footwork's there. So it's like, I can adjust easily. I can adapt to different, all this stuff getting thrown into me. Um, but I think a, a big thing with us is just, I, my dad was big on it and, and I'm big on it. And I know, you you've done some stuff with it too and it's like just foot i think footwork is the most important part of wrestling I, that's i think it's more important than you know speed i mean it's important but i mean i think my biggest thing is just all footwork stuff if you're lot on your feet you can go score and get 20 30 40 takedowns right it's you're gonna you're gonna win matches and you're gonna be competitive and you're gonna you know teaching that kind of thing and then another thing that we did this year is just like kind of you know like mental training stuff like you know you, we have gilroy in our in our league right so We've been second forever since I can remember at Palma. It's always competing. But this year is kind of like, um, you know, I, honestly, I don't think we're, we're there technically, but there's no reason why in the hell we can't think that we're going to beat Gilroy, right? So it's like, we, I try to tell our guys, like, it's a singlet, man. It's a singlet. It's a blue singlet. We, everyone, everyone that's came to this program, successful program has beat Gilroy kids before. Why the hell can't you do it, you know? So it's like just kind of getting kids to, to understand that, that, um, you know, you belong in that kind of, you know, that, that match. You belong. You've earned your right to be there. You're in the CCS finals. Who cares if it's Gilroy? You won the same matches. You're in the finals. Go wrestle that freaking match, man. So, and, and we have a young team this year. We did pretty – we took third in the section. We had nine freaking kids losing that damn blood around. So, it's like getting those – and I think that's what they're missing too is they're kind of still young and naive about it. But it's like 
understand that you belong there, dude. You're not, it doesn't matter if you're a freshman. It doesn't matter if you're a senior. You're in that match. You, you, you won the matches to get there. Now go and compete, you know, rise to that occasion and kind of just believe in yourself. I think a lot of our kids and a lot of the, like our, our problem right now is I think our kids don't really, because it could be, they kind of get to a point where it's like, they thought like being top eight in the section is good for a freshman. So they kind of settle. You know, it's like, why, why are you settling, man? There's kids that you beat in that year on that damn podium. You know, why are you settling for that match kind of thing? So that's another barrier that we got to, you know, get through to, to my guys at least this this next coming, you know, this next phase in the spring and then in the summer and getting ready to go for, for November kind of kind of uh, wrestling. But Yeah, and I, I love that that mentality too. Like, why not me? Like, yeah. you know, like what what's, what's stopping? What's standing in my way of me being this guy just because – you know, a, a lot of times it is, it is our mental, you know, state or our, our own belief in ourself and our bo- belief in, in our capabilities. And once we, we get out of our own way and we have, you know, that moment where all of a sudden, you know, we, we beat the person that we're not supposed to, and we, we yeah. have the success that, that nobody thought was coming. And all of a sudden it's like, oh yeah, I could have been doing this the whole time. And it, yeah, just, just manifesting that, that belief in ourselves, Like, even if it's, it it nobody else shares it right like everybody yeah. you know sees the ccs and they're like you know that that's gilroy's that's gilroy's section but you know like why not palma like why not yes. us like you know like who's who's stopping us from from you know c- coming together and, and like you said you have a, a young team like getting them to you know really set the standard for the next couple classes that come through and, and just really you know change change the the landscape of things because it, it, it just starts with that one spark, you know, and, yeah. and it, and when, when it happens, it can, it can turn into a wildfire real fast. Yeah. And I, I think we have, we have one of those right now, our, our, uh, our one thirteen pounder, Zach Tom is a tough kid, man. He's, he, 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 it's heartbreaking this year. He, he lost the blood round this year at state, lost in the blood round last year at state. And it's kind of, and I think he kind of has the same kind of problem. You know, it's like underestimating, you know, like when you wrestle an important match and you shut down, you go to like that one move that you're good at. And it's like, but you're so good at doing everything else, man. Like that's the thing that like, I think even though he doesn't have two medals and he probably could have two medals, right. If he gets into a college room, I think that we do a good job of setting him up to where it's like his offense is so dynamic that once maybe it's like, you know, hearing someone's voice is not going to hear my voice. All the time is going to break that out of him, Right. But he gets into a college room and he hears Josh say the same freaking thing that I've been saying, you know, and like it, it clicks. And then it's like, you know what, dude, my offense is freaking amazing. And he starts opening up and he starts putting it on people. And it's like, I get that, but you know, you can do that now. Like, how do I get, you know, break that out of you right now kind of thing, you know? And it's, um, it's fun though. You know, it's different than college wrestling. It's way different than coaching college. I, I kind of miss, I, I miss I, I miss certain things about coaching college, but I kind of like high school coaching because it's like you get them fresh. You know, you can like kind of mold them and brainwash them into like whatever kind of mentalities you want kind of thing. And I try to tell them like I don't really like talking about like, you know, how I did it kind of thing with my kids, you know, but it's like I wasn't very good at, you know, technically at wrestling. I mean, I was decent enough at place in California, you know, place at NCAs, but it's like I, I think the mentality I had made me a lot better than, you know, like – oh, dude, that was a perfect sweep single. You know what I'm saying? It's like, I'm trying to tell these kids, like, you can go and, you know, your mentality can make you a such, such a better wrestler than, like, you know, drilling a thousand perfect singles. Yeah, that's great. But if, like, you get in a match and, like, you're nervous to shoot, like, the fear of failure kind of kicks in and you just shut down. So that, that's not good if you have a perfect single, you know? So I think that's, like, a big thing with, with high school kids or my kids that I want to get 
you know, cause like we're used to that college mentality, right? Like me and you, we were, you know, we were drill partners. That's getting a takedown in that damn two hours is damn near impossible. Right. And like, we don't, like, high school kids like don't have that a lot of time, you know, like the successful teams, I bet do it's fucking barn burners in that room. I bet. But it's like, I'm almost to the point where it's like, I want to see you like punching a kid in the face to go get to that scene because you want it so damn bad. And that kid you're wrestling wants to not give up a takedown so damn bad that it's going to be a freaking fist fight to go get two points. And then if you get two points, it's going to be another fist fight to get that one point escape. Cause I worked my ass off to get that single. I'm not going to give you a four second ride kind of thing. You know what I'm saying? And I, I think maybe I'm just too crazy for high school kids, but I just want to get that steel in, in our kids because we have the talent, we have a technique. It's just, we, we, I, and, and it's part of my fault because I don't probably do it enough, but it's like, that's the one thing that I feel like we're missing is that freaking do or die dog on a bone. Just go and get the freaking, you know, get that takedown. No matter, you can bite me, stab me, shoot me. I'm going to end up on top. I'll die on top, but I'm going to get that freaking takedown kind of thing, you know? Yep. And that's, you, you said the whole time you're talking is just, I'm, I'm thinking that that's the dog on the bone mentality. And I, I, I say that and probably my kids get sick of it, but I, yeah. I just, I love that, that mentality because it's like, dude, whatever, whatever I get my hands on, whatever I freaking grab, my mentality is it's mine now. Like you're not getting it from me. You're not stealing it from me. You know, I'm going to do whatever it takes to, to keep it. So that's, yeah, I love that mentality. And I was just, you know, I was going to speak on, um, just you as a, as an athlete. And that's one thing that, that I w- would, you know, definitely commend you on is you are so goddamn stingy, um, you know, competitively, you, you, you hated giving up points and, and you had that mentality and whether it was, you know, pretty all the time or, or not, like you said, it didn't have to be because dude, you were, a, you were a goddamn winner and you know, you, you went out there and you, you fought hard and you didn't give up inches. You didn't give up anything. You just, we're so stingy and, and that's a mentality. And I, th- I think, I mean, I think that comes a lot of it, you know, for, for you and this is outside looking in and, and knowing your guys' family, like, you know, just you not ever wanting to give anything to Zach and, and yeah. he has the same mentality, like, <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean? And, and that just carried over into, you know, into the wrestling room and into college and into your competitive career and, and just, and, to recreate that in, in our wrestling rooms. Now it's, you almost have to have that, that brotherhood or sisterhood. If you got girls, um, you have to have that, that team vibe. It has to be so strong that when you step in the room, they care about each other and they compare about, they care about competing so much that, when they're in the room, they're gonna, you know, fist fight it out. They're gonna, you know, yeah. do whatever it takes to to you know get the step ahead. They wanna be, you know, pushing each other every single day. And and I think over time it and that's what it is. You can't expect, you know, it to just change like that. It, yeah. it takes that time and it takes, you know, like you said, you're about to start this uh, you know, kind of postseason um spring spring stuff with them. It takes that, you know, it can't be season's over in March. I'll see you guys again in November and hope, hopefully we can continue to change the culture. That's not it. You know, and I was, I was just watching, um, this, this YouTube video. It was a, it was a rudest video and they're talking about being as, as when we sign on as coaches, it's not like, uh, you sign on and you can get on and get off whenever you want. No, it's like I'm on. And for my athletes to be successful, I'm there no matter what, you know, I, I, 
from the start of their, you know, their time with me until, and not till the end of their career, till the end of like time, you yeah. know what I mean? Like yeah. that we're, we got to be lifelong coaches and it's, you know, 12 months a year, 24 hours a day. And it, you yep. know, it, and it can be, it can be tiring and stressful at times, but you know, just when you look back at your coaching career and your time with, with athletes and time with the families, it's going to be so gratifying to know that, you know, you changed and added value to, to so many people's lives because, you know, at the end of the day, like, like you said, nobody gives a crap about a Reno world's title. No, you know, and even, even further beyond that, like, yeah, being an all American is great. Being a national champion is wonderful. But if you're all of those things and you suck as a dad, you suck as a mom, you, you, you know, you don't have a job or you're going job to job. If all of those things, are in play, but you got a national title. Guess what overrides that? All of those negative things that you have. So, it and that's a you know, like you said, being in those these young athletes' lives right now. That's the reason I really really care about it because I want to see this journey through. Right from you know, I can I get kids you know that are five years old. I want to see them when they're thirty five. I want to see them you know have kids and I want to see them have have jobs and go through college and all that. So, you know, just that's that's the thing that that really resonates with with me when I think about creating culture and creating um, something to be ultimately very proud of is is just being there all the time and and letting the kids know that you know push comes shove I've got your back and we're gonna ride this thing out whether you're winning losing otherwise you know yeah and and, and we're lucky we got the hand up in the sport because I mean wrestling's so freaking personal dude like you're in each other's face for two hours every day. You know, your hands are on each other. You're, you're you know, physical contact. You, ha you can't not bond with someone when your hands are on them for, you know, every single day. Yeah. And I, I, I know, and I, and I teach at Palma, so I get to see these I have them in class. So it's like, it's easy because I think with me, it, it's easy for me to preach, you know, academics and, you know, life skills associated with wrestling because I see them literally from 8 o'clock till 5.30 every freaking day. Probably more than I want to sometimes at lunch <laughs> when they're in my class. And like geese about it but it's like i got crap to do dude like go outside and go eat lunch don't eat lunch in my damn classroom but it's like you know like wrestling's like a platform like i think i mean i know for a fact like i wouldn't have accomplished you know academically or you know career-wise things that i've done without wrestling because it's like if i can go and cut weight and you know be miserable for nine ten months out of the freaking year and go get a stupid little medal there's no way in hell i can't work hard to go you know make money or you know stuff like that and then it just kind of it kind of, uh, I think wrestling teaches you a lot about like, you know, like building like relationships with people. I mean, like, you know, we, we, we compete in college and look how close we are. So, you know, everyone we competed with, we're still super close with. Cause it's like, you, like, you, you share the struggle together, right? Like the whole process, you guys share the misery, you share the ups, you share the downs, you know, stuff like that. I remember like specifically the year you won the regionals, right? I was pissed that I lost in the semis on freaking overtime. I don't know you remember that match, but it's like, immediately you know i'm done wrestling i took third I'm, I'm qualified for the ncas and you're ready to go and it's like that that just goes out the window because i'm pumped for my you know my drill partner you, you share those kind of ups and downs like you win i win you know what i'm saying like it's hard to build a bond like or breaks you know like friendships like that through the sport of wrestling and like you can just touch so many people because all the you know i love wrestling but all the bullshit you got to go through to be successful or you know just to get through a damn wrestling career it, it sucks man it's hard but like you share that with the people around you and like, you just, you just get so close with each other. And it's, it's, it's like impossible to break out for that. Cause it's like, Oh, we, you know, we went to 
between national duels in freaking Iowa and it was negative 500 degrees and you got to cut weight and all that crap like that. Right. And it's like, Oh, it's, it's, it's fun though. You know, like the pros. And I think a lot of our kids right now don't, it, it, I don't know. We, I didn't do it when I was in high school, but it's like the long term, you know, like the end of the end of the road kind of thing. It's like you remember the small, you like. I remember a lot more about like the daily in to in stuff that are like in and out stuff of practice and like you know road trips and you know with Jensen and you know, all you know like with Coach Mo and all the fun stuff we did on trips a lot more than I remember like one NCAA tournament. I mean that's still important, but it's like the little things along the way, like you know with like having like you know all those people in there. It just it's fun, man. I, I like reminisce a lot. I miss it a lot. And like, just not so much like the competing and the cutting weight in that part. I mean, I do miss that, but not as much as just like, just the fun times you have, like wrestling can be really fun. And people I think associate it with like, just hard nose, just, you know, all that stuff. But it's fun, man. It's fun. When you're done, you, you realize it. And it's just, it's a lot of fun, a lot of fun. Yeah. And I, I mean, I, I think that, you know, that realization, the, the sooner that you can have that as a, as an athlete to remember, like, you know, this is, it's a game. Like at the yeah. end of the day, it's a hard game and it's, it's very, very taxing on you, but it's still a game. Like, so, yeah. you know, enjoy the, those games, enjoy the hard, you know, the tough times, enjoy the good times, because at the end of the day, those, like you said, those relationships are, are forged in steel, man. They're forged in struggle. And with that, you know, comes great friendships, great relationships and, and, you know, you, you run into some of the most, you know, outstanding people because of wrestling, but no. Wow. So like you're saying that, that region tournament, I was just, I, I was laughing cause, um, so in that match, so I'm wrestling, wrestling, whatever. And my headgear snaps, right. You remember that? Yeah. 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 So my headgear. I still, I still, I still think that's, I mean, that, I think that the power of my headgear gave you that last takedown, but I mean, that's just me. That could, could be wrong. Could be right. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, it, I, it must have propelled me to, to some some extent because uh, my my chin strap broke. And I'm like, dude, I don't got another headgear. And just from the stands, <laughs> headgear's coming in. Isaiah's luckily. Uh, I had luckily I had that head of hair at the time because your big ass head, I, it wouldn't have fit. So I had the hair, hair strapped it up and went on and won. But yeah, that's. <laughs> I mean, those, those moments and those times, yeah, yeah, are just, you know, awesome. Um, let's get, I got, so one more, one more story. So, um, so national duels that year, like, I'm just gonna be honest. I did not think we were going to place at, at that. that tournament. So, <laughs> so We were both like 12 over cause we started eating. Yeah. So, I'm like, <laughs> you know, we, we, just go through the tournament and we wrestled freaking amazing and, and make it to the second day of the tournament. And I step on the scale and I look and I'm like 10 over and just, I, I had never been 10 pounds overweight the day before. And luckily it was all just water crap weight and it went down, but yeah. And, it, and also when Jensen dropped us off that morning to go into the arena, but it was still locked. <laughs> And the big thing outside of the outside of the uni dome is it said negative twenty, and at that time we're all California kids had never even you know been yeah. in that situation. <laughs> oh man, and and he just took off. He didn't even wait. wait that, so we're sitting out there in negative twenty. Karen the Gatorade. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, but remember that back half of that duel was so wild though. I remember like I, I you won, I won. Then it was like, all right, dude, we're not winning any more matches because they had like four national champs. They had yeah. like four returning champs in that. And like, 
I mean, like, I don't think we had them until like, oh, we're going to lose. But it's just like dude, reality. You know, we're barely winning this duel right now. And yeah. it's like they got four back-to-back champs. And I think Zach had a big match that he won. And then that, uh, that kid that Reggie was wrestling tore his ACL in the match. They gave us six points. And then Franklin was like a, in a barn burn and then ended up with his big-ass hands and half and pinned that kid. And yeah. it was like, oh, man. I remember we were like – we were sitting down because it's like, oh, let's get our cool down. Let's just chill. And I remember I was eating Wheatons. And then we were sitting down. And then, like, Zach won. And then, I know, Gene won first, I think, right? And then, like, Zach won. And then Reggie won. And then we were both like, oh, shit. <laughs> Dude, let's go check our way. I think we're going to win this match. And then we started putting our crap on. And then Franklin pins a kid. And I just remember, like, oh, man. I think, I think I remember, too, like, when we stepped on that scale, you were like, dude, I weigh more than you do right now. I think you were, like, a pound or two heavier than I was. Yeah, yeah. So, I, I was heavier <laughs> than you. And that was crazy. Yeah, I never – yeah, I, I was not confident in making that weight. But I did. We did. It was fun. Um, yeah, that was a fun year. Just, like, just, you know, all of us, you know, together. It was – we – you know, that group had been together for, like, two, three years and – yeah. It was just like the kind of like the solidifying moments of of you know a of a of a good group of guys. You know, I'm still in contact with a lot of those guys, and you know, I can hit them up and you know just check in and see how they're doing. And you know, that's kind of just what we were talking about earlier. Just those bonds of you know those those fun times, whether whether we were all you know in it for the same reasons or not, we were all just we all were having a blast, and you know, and you know just enjoying yeah. it enjoying it all i think that's a big part of it too is like i mean i, I mean i always tell our kids too and it's all kind of hard when you live at home still and you don't really have that freedom like you do in college right but it's like the group of friends you have dude like just surround yourself with people that are motivating you know it's like with us i mean i remember one one time when we were at home remember when we were cooking and then you're like i'm gonna use that pan and i was like i'm using that freaking pan you know it's like that kind of competitive thing that goes yeah. in and out of you know in and out of wrestling and it wasn't like negative at all it was more just like you know like keeping kids account or keeping each other accountable like dude, you're not gonna do anything like what the hell you know <laughs> stuff like that you know like just having the right group of people around you that are you know motivating and not just like negative people around i think it's a big part of it too and i think you know we got lucky with our group of friends it's just everyone i think a lot of it was probably you know ill motivated like i'm gonna do better than freaking josh are you kidding me there's no yeah. way you know stuff like that but it, it's all healthy because it's like it's in a loving manner and it's like you just have like a bar set and you like it's your best friend so it's like i gotta go i'll do that guy and then it's like i gotta go out do him now so then you just kind of you know keep raising each other up and it, having that right group of people around you just helps so freaking much and you can control that right because it's like you can you can eliminate negative or just you know people even in the room and high school is different because it's recreational for some kids and some kids it's serious for you know but it's like you can still make those kids accountable because it's like it's my you know it's, it's our room and you're a senior it's it's your room and you're gonna go and a kid's not doing what he's supposed to over there picking daisies on the side of the freaking mat you know like get the hell out of here dude you're not gonna be here go home right i'm not asking you to go and make it an iowa style practice just be in the moment you know like don't you, it takes one person, then two people, then three people, and then it's a whole freaking Ironman group that's just over there doing cartwheels and somersaults, and it's like you got to have that right group of people to kind of motivate. You got to be on the same page, right? Like 100% buy-in, and it makes it a lot. And I think we had that a lot, which was good. Maybe not for everyone, but for our, our close group, we had that, and it helped us be really successful. So that's a good thing to, to have with the kids too. And I'm trying to get that going with our guys, but – baby steps i'm just too too competitive and too freaking selfish and greedy and i want it now but i i, I now it's like i gotta step back and like you're not competing dude you, the other kids are not you so just take it baby steps and we're getting that a little bit we had you know like one or two of the year before and then 
or two years ago and then like three or four. Now we got like seven, eight, and then, you know, all our kids are coming back and we have a really good group of eighth graders coming in, some top eighth graders. So then it'll be like 12, 13, you know, more than a quarter of the team that's a hundred percent bought in. They want to win national freaking titles, even though we're not there technically, but they believe it. So we're going to create an environment that, you know, kind of fills that, that want and that need. So it'll be fun, man. I'm excited. I'm excited. That's awesome, man. I, I, I'm excited to see what you guys got. I, I like watching, watching your kids compete, you know, exactly, especially, you know, this year, I, I got to see him a couple of times and watch him. And like you say, he's just a tough kid and hard nose. And if, if, you know, more kids are going to, you know, gravitate towards that, you guys are going to be, you know, spot on. Um, yeah. Yeah. I know him too. He, I, I had talked to him after state and I was like, listen, man, like you're, you're it takes a fire starter, right? Like you're the fire starter for, you know, we, we we've had success in, in the section, you know, we've been a top five team for a lot and it, we kind of had a down wave. Um, and he was that, that first, you know, that he was a freshman we had seniors and juniors and all the kids that are placing now were, seventh sixth grade so he's the fire star and I was like listen man like it sucks but like you kind of set the example like you're you're the one that controls like the future of the program right now because you're that you're the senior everyone else is freshman sophomore and it it sucks that you don't have that big group that like these kids are going to have but I mean like you're 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 setting a wave like you're starting the wave of all the success going to come after you and that's important too right not just being like you know having a super like it's 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 hard being a leader right And and he's being a leader right now, it's like, you know, I get that you don't, you didn't get what you want this year, but let's go fix it. Right. There's two ways you can either look at it like, Oh man, this sucks. And just, or like, you'll find a way to fix it, man. You just, just got to fix things. That's all you got to do. It's a process. It's not, it's not going to define you just go and fix things. But yeah, I know it's, it's a, uh, it's going to be a fun year next year. And then it'd be do it all over again. Cause we're not graduating anyone again next year. So it's a, it's going to be a fun couple years. That's great, man. That's great. I'm uh, excited, excited to watch. Um, so yeah, just make sure to uh, let me know any way I can help. I'm I'm looking forward to getting back down there again. We had a blast at uh at that camp in October, and we'll uh, as soon as this quarantine lets up, I'm gonna I'm gonna need some uh, some ocean and some beach. So we'll come yeah. down, take a visit. <laughs> yeah, we gotta get up there and get these guys in some mountain air too, and get them up in Reno and train with that high elevation, get them ready to go. There we go. Sounds like a plan, man. Well, Isaiah, I appreciate you jumping on here, my friend. Yeah, man, this is awesome. I love what you're doing, dude. It's, it's awesome. And actually, you know, the stuff that you're doing makes my job a whole lot easier because it's like, go look at what Josh is doing. If I don't want to, you know, one day it's like, go go look at Josh's Facebook. Go do what he's doing today. And, you know, because we have the same style, so it's not really changing too much, you know. So it's like, go watch Josh's, you know, whatever video he's doing today and then go work on that. But, no, man, this stuff's amazing. I love it. I wish we freaking had someone like that when we were in high school so we could – steal off and piggyback stuff but it's great man it's growing it's helping kids that probably wouldn't have access to go and do camp stuff but it's helping a lot and i love it man it's good stuff appreciate it my friend i will uh yeah it's it's gonna keep coming i'm i'm not stopping anytime soon all right sounds good brother we'll get something set up soon as soon as this coronavirus is gone <laughs> all right brother i'll talk to you later all right later all right bye